0: Welcome to another edition of the Summit Point series on The Richard Pyatt Show, a special series with Summit Point in Calhoun County, Michigan, centered in Battle Creek, the serial city. Today, we're talking about recovery services at Summit Point, and in particular, at First Step, which is uh, Summit Point's uh, Behavioral Health Urgent Care Center. In fact, there's an episode about that, a previous episode of the program, so you can go back uh, on richardpyattshow.com and find that and have a listen. Ashley and Joe are with us today. They are in recovery services assisting folks with the mission for Summit Point in recovery services. Ashley is the team leader for the recovery coach staff, and Joe is among those recovery coaches who are helping. Thank you both today for your time.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you for having us.
0: Ashley, I'll start with you. Uh, Talk about, if you would, what recovery services means.
2: Recovery services means the pathway to finding sobriety and a healthy way of living. Anybody's pathway could be different, but coming into where I work, you meet with a recovery coach, somebody who has walked through and navigated different pathways to find their sobriety. When you get with a recovery coach, it's easy to talk because
0: you're talking to somebody who has been there. Yeah. Uh, Joe, do you find that that's important? I mean, that must bring uh, an immense amount of credibility for you when you're working with folks is to be able to say, I've been on a journey similar to yours. Is that true?
1: Yes, sir. It's absolutely paramount. Um, A lot of people, including myself, when I came to Summit Point to get help, I didn't want to talk to a doctor. I didn't want to talk to some stuffy person, in my personal opinion, how I thought they would be. Uh, When this middle-aged guy came in and said, hey, you know, my name's so-and-so and and I've been there, that opened so many doors and so many walls dropped out and I could talk to that person about my personal issues and get down to it.
0: Ashley, this must be the way it goes, right? Um, uh, Folks really feel more comfortable with someone who can relate to them. Yes, because
2: we have all demographics and all pathways covered. I mean, the coaches we have here at First Step, we've all got such different stories that we literally can reach out and and help anybody. I mean, um, our journeys are different. We all went through the same things, though, mentally in our struggles with addiction, but our stories when we were using and how we got sober might be different, but our goals are all still the
0: same. So how did it help you, Ashley? You talk so much about uh, being able to relate. Tell your story.
2: Well, today's kind of special because today's my six-year sobriety anniversary. So It was kind of cool that we did that, did this today. (laughs) Um, Well,
0: congratulations.
2: Yes. My story just starts like a lot of people, Um, you know, had a great upbringing, great family, was put on painkillers after a second birth um, of my daughter, put on painkillers. And (laughs) I like to say the rest was history, but there's obviously so much more that happened. It led me to a really bad opiate and alcohol addiction. I ended up losing my children. My rights were terminated. The dad stepped in. Thank goodness, because so many people don't have that part to share. But Mm -hmm. um, it was an eight year struggle. And it took literally like every avenue to get me help. You know, it took the court systems and it took Summit Point and it took AA and a sponsor and it took a good support system. And I I went down a really hard road to find this (laughs) beautiful life. I'm not saying I would take any of it back, but You know, I can relate to the mom who, you know, doesn't know how to come out of addiction that has just had their children taken from them or the person who has just caught a felony for the first time and doesn't even know what to do, you know, is scared about prison. Recovery and being in this job means so much to me. Just being able to tell somebody it's going to be okay, just being able to try and live as an example every day to give somebody else hope, even though you're in a deep hole and you might not have anything, a home, a car, a license, your kids, people can slowly help you climb out of that. It's actually not slow. Now that I think about it, you know, what I've gained in the six years, I didn't climb out slow. I actually climbed out pretty fast. But
0: Well, I'm just pausing a second to let folks absorb (laughs) that because that is an incredible story. Joe, I imagine that these are similar to the stories that you hear regularly.
1: Yes, sir. Unfortunately, it is. Um, You know, we don't want Ashley, myself and our team included, we don't want to see people come into our doors in distress and having the worst days of their lives. We we really don't. But we're blessed um, to be able to be there for those people, to be able to hear those stories and to be able to have navigated those situations before. Uh, Like I said a second ago, we're we're now blessed that we can help people with our own hands. We can change our community with our own hands. Uh, So it's a great feeling. But yes, to answer your question, we get those we get those sad stories. We get those things that, you know, the real life problems people are going through that we've gone through ourselves. And like I said, we have the opportunity to help.
0: Mm-hmm. How about you, Joe? Uh, how did recovery services help you?
1: Recovery services helped me. Um, I had made multiple choices that got me into Uh, recovery services through the court systems. I had acquired multiple DUIs, and that's what brought me to Summit Point's doorstep um, was because of the court system. I got through the court system, um, but I didn't ever get through Summit Point. I I kept coming back. I kept seeing my therapist um, regularly after I was done with sobriety court. Um, Even after sobriety court, when I relapsed, I still continued to see Summit Point out for help. Uh, Nothing seemed to work. Um, One day, uh, I finally had gone to the wrong place that many times, and I decided to stop. Ashley was one of the people involved in my personal recovery. She was there multiple times uh, in, in dark alleys and backways, and and drunk Joe, and and she was there. So uh, you know, now I get the opportunity to give back. So it's it's a big uh, circle that we have here at Summit Point, and it's a great family to be a part of. It's great.
0: Boy, Ashley, uh, hearing a story like that, in addition to knowing your own success, uh, must be really rewarding.
2: Rewarding isn't even the word. Being able to wake up every day and be able to make your own choices for yourself, be tied to an addiction or an alcohol bottle, that's that's enough in itself. Just seeing somebody be able to live free. Everybody gets sober. I mean, yes, it takes a community, but it takes a choice of somebody finally saying enough is enough and working really hard at their own recovery. It's neat to be able to see people work for something again, for them to have that hope within themselves.
0: Yeah. It opened the door. Yeah. Yeah. The, the locked door. So um, now that you're in this position where you're helping others travel their path that you've traveled as well, I don't imagine that always there's an immediate success. Joe, maybe you can talk about that. You've you've worked with people who might need repeated attempts like you referenced for yourself to, to get it done, right?
1: Yes, sir. That's uh, completely correct. Um, it doesn't always work the first time. It rarely works the first time. What we do, what me and Ashley do day to day is, you know, help people get clean. It's a very, very long journey. Um, it's It takes multiple failures to get it right. And uh, some people, it takes years and years of failures to get it right. But once they do get it right, they look back and all those failures were lessons and not quite failures.
0: Right. So how do you look at that, Ashley? Do you say, well, uh, sometimes these these journeys are longer than others. And when someone has a setback, how do you look upon that?
2: I am flip it for them. Because sometimes you can live within your setbacks and addiction. Sometimes you can let your setbacks become your guilt, And that's not good to do. Because then, I mean, you already have a ton of guilt, you know, for everything that you're doing anyways. So just trying to keep somebody uplifted um, and let them know it's going to be okay. And sometimes we're more of a voice of reason for people that don't understand addiction. You know, that, that this is normal, that... Um, it does take time and it does take different avenues to try. Sometimes the first place isn't always the best. The second place isn't always the best or the second thing you've tried, but it's nice to be a sounding board for anyone, whether they're in addiction, not addiction family members. We have family members that will call and be like, I don't quite understand.
0: <laughs> Boy, and you, and you can help them understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So someone's listening to this right now, Joe, who, who might think they need help, what do you say to them?
1: Um, call us and ask questions. We encourage people if we're on the street or if they're calling in or we see them or friends or family, just give us a call and ask questions. Don't be shy. Um, we don't care what you did before. Uh, we don't care what you're going to do after, but we want you to call and ask questions about what's going on with you. That's the only way that we can help.
0: So actually, it's not about planting the seed. You, in other words, uh, somebody might be calling and thinking that by virtue of that call, now they're under the gun to make a change that they're not ready to make. Uh, but uh, I think what Joe's saying is that's not the case. Uh, you're just giving them as much information as they might need at that moment.
2: Yeah, we just want to give people informed decisions. I think in my recovery, I wasn't informed on what I could do. I didn't know that if I didn't have insurance, I couldn't get help. I didn't know that that there were still people I could talk to. Um, there was a lot of things I didn't know, you know had I reached out or even knew um, that I could reach out that would have made a big difference. I'm not saying it would have worked because I think timing is everything, but I mean, who knows? We just want people to be safe. Uh, we provide a lot of other resources here than just, oh, we want you to be sober because if if you're not even ready for that either, we want you to just, to just be safe.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the point of, of first step. And then summit point thereafter is to, to figure out what folks need and then offer them the help they need. I suppose that's a fair way to put it. The two of you are uh, incredibly brave to have done what you've done and then now turn around and try to help others navigate that path. And so congratulations to you. And folks listening, if you are one of those folks listening and you heard Joe say, call us, just look in the show notes. There's information about how to connect with First Step and Summit Point and maybe even Ashley or Joe and they can uh, talk to you directly. Uh, Congratulations, and thank you for all the work you're doing, both of you.
2: Thank you for having us.
0: Summit Point series continues on The Richard Pyatt Show.